With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know. You'll hear it later. Nope. From something else. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Sitting here live from the Boom Boom Room with Brownie, the super daughter, making funny faces with her glasses on. How you doing, Brownie? Good. Good? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. What you do today? kind of party? Uh, a toy party. A toy party? Yeah. You went, you left here to do the party? Yeah. How you do the party? A Zoom party? Yeah. Mm. You been quarantining? Yeah. You been enjoying the quarantine? Yeah. Mm. That's it? That's all you gotta say? Yeah. Nothing else? For sure. That was Brownie's quarantine experience. But anyway, she sees her mom in here, so. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm, I'm entitling this episode, Finish First. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my partners the other day about um, basically nice guys finishing last in a lot of situations. And I was basically telling them, like, you know, you never finish last as a nice person, like. You know, I did an episode, uh, episode 29 about benevolence. Like, you know, you can be a nice person and you can still finish first. Like, there's no downfall to being a good person. You know, like, it's a lot of situations where people like to take advantage of you when you are a nice person. You know, they, they, they see that you got a good heart and they try to take advantage. But the thing about it is a lot of times you just got to set the tone with a lot of motherfuckers and let them know you just ain't the one to play with like that. You know, and uh, before I forget, before I get all off into my shit, um, I just want to shout out the Miss Talks podcast because they've been shouting me out very often. And my homeboys out there in Dallas, um, may I speak sincerely, y'all go check them out. The Q Chat podcast, I was just on with her, you know, check her out. And uh, Langston's World with Langston White. Check all them out, you know. Networking. Good people. Fuck with good people. But, uh, you know, back to the shit. Um, you know, a, a lot of times motherfuckers like to feel like they get fucked over a lot because they a, a nice person. Like I always tell my kids, like, you know, you you should always lead with benevolence. You should always be nice first. Now, if a person shows you that they don't deserve that good treatment, then you move accordingly. But you should never let people's fucked up behavior turn you into something you're not. Like, you know, it, it's always easier to just move the way you move and then 
however a motherfucker react to how you move you just go on that like you know like a, a lot of people a lot of assholes in the world were at one point nice people cool people benevolent people generous people but they've had so many bad experiences based on being good that it turned them to the left and you know i get it i understand but i also feel like that's something of a a, a weakness of character because i tell a lot of motherfuckers like i consider myself to be nice i consider myself to be generous like you know i lend people money i give people money i help motherfuckers out all the time but if somebody returns my favors with fuck shit i just dip on their ass like you know no hard feelings you know no love lost i just don't fuck with you you know it's not a situation where i'm like man fuck that nigga see man this is why i don't do shit for people this is why i don't fuck with people this is no nigga you know fuck that person you know i'm not gonna take out one person's bad behavior on the rest of the world like you know like i'm not gonna let nobody turn me into a dickhead because of the actions of one fucked up person you know it's just like with a racist like you met one black person that fucked you over so now you hate the whole black race like that shit is stupid just like any situation like you lent one person money and they didn't pay you back so now you feel like you can't lend nobody money if that was the case what how would the banks work like think about how many people the banks lend money to you know and speaking of the bank when it comes to you doing stuff for people you know you gotta look at the the type of situation that they are in with you like do they have a good or bad reputation with you because like i always tell motherfuckers you could forgive but you should never forget somebody fucks you over keep that shit in your memory bank like you shouldn't fuck with people who fuck you over multiple times like i get one time maybe even two because sometimes bad circumstances happen you lend a motherfucker some money something bad happened to them and they can't pay you back you do something nice for somebody you know adverse circumstances present themselves and they can't return that favor you know that is what that is but we all pretty much know when we being taken advantage of like you could feel that shit in a motherfucker's energy whether or not they leeching off you you know so you just gotta move according to how motherfuckers move when it comes to you like you should never be nice to the point where you being a sucker you know so it's like no is probably one of the most important words when it comes to being a nice person you know like a lot of times motherfuckers take advantage of a person who they feel will never say no you know like you got people in your life who you know they just a cool motherfucker like you know like they'll give you the shirt off their back and it ain't nothing wrong with that but at the same time you gotta know the type of people whose shirt could fit like you know some motherfuckers don't deserve that type of treatment you know whether that be your mate family member friend co-worker just people in general nigga some people are just uh opportunists you know you give them the opportunity to fuck you over and they take it every time you know like i said sometimes you could be nice to a person and something happened and you just chalk it up to circumstances but that second or third time that's when you like all right look nigga you got me fucked up you know and you just gotta get down like that just like with the word no you know sometimes you gotta tell a motherfucker look i i might even have it you know because a lot of times you know it the 
the easiest way to say no to a person is I ain't got it. I can't help you. I can't do it. But sometimes a motherfucker know you got it. Like, nigga, you might be in a nice car and a motherfucker asks you for a certain amount of money. It's like, yeah, I got it. I just don't have it to give. You know, and that's a that's something that motherfuckers got to understand. That's something that if a motherfucker can't respect your no, they not the type of motherfucker you should be fucking with in the first place. Like I tell motherfuckers, like, no don't make you a bad person. No makes you a priority to yourself. The problem with a lot of nice people, the reason a lot of nice people get stepped on is because they feel like if they say no, they a bad person. And sometimes motherfuckers will try to guilt you into saying, yeah, guilt you out of your no, guilt you out of prioritizing yourself. You know, you might you might only have, say, 500 in the bank and your fucking light bill is 100, gas, 50, blah, blah, blah up to where you only gonna have $40 to your name like until your next paycheck you only gonna have 40 bucks and here this motherfucker come hey man I, I need 40 bath in the motherfucker man I need I need that 40 man and man you got 40 bucks and in your head you like I do got 40 bucks but when you think about it you like nigga I got 40 bucks but if I shoot this nigga this 40 I'm not gonna be able to eat until Friday and some motherfuckers will literally shoot a person that 40 because they have it. And now you hungry and pissed off. Especially in a situation where this motherfucker don't even pay you back. They saying they gonna pay you back Friday the same time you get paid. So you starving until Friday. Friday come, now you like, alright, for sure. At least I'm finna have this little extra 40 that John gonna pay me back. Friday come, all of a sudden John, oh. Man, I, I ain't even know I had uh I had to pay my school loan this week. I I ain't even I ain't even realize it. Another week passed, John got another motherfucking excuse. And now you pissed off at John. Now you wanna fuck John up. Because John is running around with your motherfucking forty. And you should have never lent him that in the first fucking place. You know, because something that I always say when it comes to lending, you never lend what you can't afford to give away. Like, when you lending money out to motherfuckers, it should always be a situation where if they pay you back, that's cool. But if they don't pay you back, fuck them. But at the same time, if they don't pay you back, you still going to be able to move cool. Like, that nigga didn't pay me back, but my bills are still paid. My rent is still paid. My car note still paid. I'm still looked out for. Everybody in my life is still straight. You know, because a lot of times, uh, motherfuckers be beefing over money. Because somebody lent the motherfucker an amount that they couldn't afford to lose. Like, I, I shot you that money thinking that when you paid me back, that was going to be my rent money. Or that was going to be my whatever the fuck I wanted to do money. Because another dynamic when it comes to saying no, you might just literally not want to give a nigga some money. Like, nigga, you might have an extra 400 but that 400 was for some Beyonce tickets or a pair of shoes you really wanted or to go on a trip or some some shit that you just feel like is something that you want to do. And it's literally nothing wrong with that. Like, nigga, it ain't nothing wrong with keeping some extra play money and not giving it to the next motherfucker. Because a lot of times in life, people see that and they love to take advantage of niggas like that. Like, they know. Like, I know he has extra money. I know it's for some bullshit. So let me go ahead and borrow that up out this nigga. Because I know he got it and I know he not going to say no. When they do that, 
what they're doing is calling you a fucking sucker. That's an indirect way of calling you a fucking sucker. Like you a clown to them. Like you a doormat to them. Like, you know, you're you're an opportunity to them. Like you never want motherfuckers to look at you like you lunch me. Like it's like the nigga on the basketball court who's slow footed. Like everybody like to jump on the slow nigga. Everybody like to jump on a nigga who can't jump high. Because you a easy fucking target. And a lot of times, you know, nice people are easy targets. A lot of times when you introduce yourself, motherfuckers can see you as a sucker. You know, so you have to be able to identify opportunists and you have to be able to let opportunists know that you are not the one. I'm nice, but I ain't that motherfucking nice. You know, I'm sweet, but I ain't no sucker. You know, like a lot of times, you know, motherfuckers come into situations, especially relationships. Like dudes know a woman who's with the business. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I could just tell by how she talking she with the business. You know, like women too. A lot of women could spot a trick. A lot of women could smell a trick. You know, dudes who loose with their money, a, a lot of women pick up on that real fast. You know, y'all going on a date, you know, and all y'all doing is talking about the date. And you just like, yeah, I want to take you to the nicest restaurant. I want to buy you this. And I want to, like... Sometimes, if that's in your price range, then for sure, you know, by all means, have your fun, you know, especially if it's something that you are also going to enjoy. But you should never go into no situation where you overextending yourself to impress another person, because that's when you end up getting put in a trick bag. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. You know, like I think I said that shit on my last episode, like, you know, faking it for motherfuckers in the beginning, like, you you leading with a little too much benevolence, like, a, as as a woman, don't lead with the pussy, like, nigga, wait, make, make a nigga earn it, you know, when it comes to any form of benevolence, like, you, you, you gotta make a motherfucker earn it sometimes, like, do you deserve for me to be the good person that I really am, because like I said, you don't have to be a bad person, but at the same time, you got to feel motherfuckers out. Like, you got to see if this motherfucker's even deserving of the good treatment that you give. You know, and I tell dudes this shit a lot. Like, you know, like I said, with nice guys finishing last. The reason a lot of nice guys finish last is because they like to put everybody else first. You can still, you can be nice and still prioritize yourself. You can still be nice and finish first. You just have to decide to finish first. And that's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers, they they nice to a fault. You never want to be nice to a fault. Nice to a fault is a sucker. 
that's literally like the definition of what motherfuckers look at as a sucker. Like you were easy target. You were mark. You know, like, oh, okay. That motherfucker right there. Like, you know, a lot of people got that friend or a lot of people know a friend that got a friend that know that this friend is the sucker friend. Like, I know if, if I go blow all my money at the casino and I come to this nigga house broke, he gonna knock the light bill out for me. Just like with females with trick-ass niggas. Like, the, the, she got you in her phone saved as free food. Because she know. That's how you led. That's the tone you set in y'all's relationship dynamic. Y'all kicked it. You was... Oh, I'm gonna take you here and I'm gonna do this for you and I'm gonna do this for you. You ain't gotta do nothing back. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, it's like a card game. You should never show your whole hand when it comes to benevolence. You know, like you might be the type of motherfucker that like to spoil a woman or, you know, show a woman a nice time and vice versa. Like, you know, it, it ain't nothing wrong with being nice to motherfuckers. But you don't never put yourself out there to where you're gonna get put directly into the trick bag. Because when you lead with that shit, motherfuckers put you right in that category, nigga. As you're talking to this woman, telling her all the shit you're going to do for her and all the places you're going to, she's storing your name in her phone as free food or repair man or fix it man or whatever the fuck service she is using you for. Because, you know, you putting yourself in a position to be used. You become a tool. You become something that a motherfucker's just, oh, okay, for sure. I got me a free food nigga now. Or I got a nigga that's going to buy me and all my homegirls drinks. Like, I hate that shit. Like, I'm not a big clubber, but nigga, you know, I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, buy her and all her friends drinks. Thank you, Trick. Because, nigga, that's not going to get you no closer to the pussy than... Good evening, my name is such and such, whoop-de-whoop, I'm from here, you know, can I, blah, 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 can I pull you to the side and talk to you in private? Like, nigga, you gotta move like a fucking boss, you can't move like a bitch. You know, that's what motherfuckers fuck up when they come to being nice, like, you don't gotta be weak to be nice, you don't gotta be soft to be nice. And a lot of times, you know, nice motherfuckers are nice out of soft-heartedness. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, like, nigga, I, I, I grew up soft-hearted. Like, if you ask my parents or motherfuckers who knew me when I was little, like, nigga, I was the nicest little boy in the world, my nigga. But, you know, life turned me into a different motherfucking animal. And it's not that I grew to become an asshole. I'm still a nice person. I'm still the same nigga that I was when I was little. But at the same time, I understand. Like, nigga, I, I could lead with being nice. But I also let niggas know I'm nice, but not to a fault. I'm nice, but I still fuck you up. I'll lend you this money, but I'll come back and get it if I need to. You know, like, it, it ain't nothing wrong with being a nice person. I know a lot of nice people that'll knock your fucking teeth out. And you gotta move in that way. A lot of the nice motherfuckers I know is with the shit. But they still nice, nigga. I know fucking gangbangers, nigga. I know killers. That nigga's like, oh, cuz, soft as fuck. Like, you know, he you would perceive him as a savage because of the position he's in in life. But, nigga, it's, it's nice gangsters. It's a bunch of motherfuckers that's nice as a motherfucker. Nigga, he gangster. He kill niggas and all that shit. But when it come to women, nigga, he buying out the bar for a bitch that he ain't getting close to. Bitch wouldn't give him a hug, but he done bought her all types of shit. 
You know, like you don't you don't got to be soft to be nice. Anybody could be nice. But at the same time, like, nigga, you just got to watch the niceness, you know. And again, you never be afraid to say no, because no just mean you're the priority. You know, and again, like what I said in the beginning, you never let the actions of another person change your nature. Like, you know, a lot of times motherfuckers are nice just because they they just naturally good natured people. You know, some of us were raised to be nice. You know, not to say nothing geographically, but like a lot of Southern people are like that. You know, they was raised on Southern hospitality. You know, Southern motherfuckers, they the, some of the nicest people I ever meet. Most of my nicest homies and shit are Southern motherfuckers, men and women. You know, they'll give you the shirt off your back. You know, you say hello, these niggas have already invited you to the crib, made you a fucking five-course meal, introduced you to their grandmama and shit. Like, Southern people are nice as fuck. But another thing about Southern niggas, the motherfuckers ain't soft. They nice, but they'll fuck your ass up just as quick as they'll cook some shit for you. You know, it's like, nigga, you gotta move like that, though. Like, nigga, that's how you get respect. Like, you can still be cool and be respected. But like I will always say, like, you know, and I might have to do an episode on this shit, like setting the tone. When it comes to any situation of you meeting a person, introducing yourself to a person, starting a relationship with a person, even going to another level in a relationship with a person, you should always establish the fact that that motherfucker has to respect you. Even though you always lead with benevolence and um, being polite, good manners and things of that nature. You also got to leave with letting the motherfucker know that you ain't the one. You know, like, respect is paramount. Like, you know, ever since I've been an, an adult, once I mature, nigga, like, you know, it, it, it's no secret. I'm a gang member. But at the same time, nigga, like, I move on respect. It ain't about all blue, red, bloods, crips, and geography, my nigga. Like, I move on respect. If you respect me, I'm going to respect you. I don't give a fuck where you from. Unless we didn't have prior tension. I respect every fucking body, nigga, until you show me that you're not deserving of respect. And in that same vein, that goes with benevolence. I'm nice as a motherfucker to everybody until you show me that I don't need to be nice to your ass. And a lot of times, you know, motherfuckers attest you. Motherfucker asks you for some money they don't even need just to see if you'll give it to them. And I've had this test done to me by friends. Like, hey, man, you got uh, $100? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And they like, oh, man, I ain't even need it. I was just seeing if you would give it to me. Damn, that's crazy. You would have lent me $100? Damn, nigga, you a real nigga. And it's like, nigga, just know. Testy, testy, nigga. If you wouldn't have gave me that 100 back, nigga, I wouldn't have been a cool nigga no more. I wouldn't have been a good nigga no more. I wouldn't have been a good friend no more. We'd have not been enemies, but nigga, I'd have been a nigga who you couldn't get in touch with after that. Because, you know, nigga, like I say in a lot of shows... Nigga, I lend money as a test. Just like you testing me by asking, I'm testing you by lending. You run me my shit back, we good. But if you don't run me my shit back, nigga, we're bad. We're nothing. Nigga, your number probably deleted out my phone. Nigga, if I do answer my phone, it's going to be on some who this type shit. Because I don't let my benevolence get in the way of my victory. I don't let my benevolence get in the way of my respect. I don't lend to the point where niggas look at me like I'm a fucking doormat. I don't look out for niggas to the point where niggas know, oh, nigga, 
call Lil Ant. We know Lil Ant got it. We know Lil Ant gonna look. No, the fuck you don't, nigga. Especially if you ain't earned the privilege of my benevolence. Nigga, if you haven't put yourself in a position where I feel like doing something for you, I ain't even gonna say it's beneficial to me. But it's just something that I'm still gonna feel good about after I do it. Because as nice people... A lot of motherfuckers get put in situations where they do something for a person and they immediately feel bad. You know, it's just like a woman who got coerced into sex by her boss or a a, a motherfucker of power, a motherfucker of influence. You know you didn't want to do that, but that person, you know, oh, you know, you, you want your job, don't you? You like working here, don't you? Or, oh, you know, all the other women is with the business. And right after you do that act... You immediately feel dirty. You feel bad. Same with lending money. You know motherfucking well you barely had 80 bucks. This nigga done borrowed $75 from you. Now you got $5 until Friday. You got a dollar a day because this motherfucker done flexed you out your fucking money. And now you feel stupid as fuck. Like never put yourself in a position where you feel fucking stupid behind being nice. You should, like again, like I say. If that motherfucker's friendship to you is more important than how you feel, you should look at yourself. You should look at your own self-esteem, your own self-respect. Because when it comes to respect, when it comes to establishing the fact that somebody's going to respect you, you have to respect yourself first. You have to respect yourself enough to be able to risk a relationship behind your respect. You should be able to say no Without feeling like, oh man, I see how it is. Oh, you can't, you can't lend me a hundred. I know you got it. I see how it is, man. And if they stop fucking with you, nigga, you didn't lose shit. You gained something, nigga. That's one less clown in your life. If a motherfucker feel like you saying no is the end of y'all relationship, fuck them. You didn't need the motherfucker in the first place. Especially again, if it's a situation where you really don't got it to give, you know, there's a difference between no fuck you and I ain't, I ain't got that to give. Cause we all know a motherfucker who, you know, we we might have been in a bond, we might have been in a fucked up spot, and we asked them for something knowing fucking well they had it, and they basically was like, nigga, fuck you. And again, these are judgment calls. If you honestly feel like that was the case, like they had it and they didn't shoot it to you. Then you got to move accordingly. Whether it's, nigga, you really ain't got it because I'm really in a fucked up spot. Or maybe the nigga really didn't have it. You know, a lot of times we don't know what another motherfucker got going on. So from the outside looking in, it might look like they got plenty. It might look like they doing straight and they could look out for us. But you never know what another motherfucker got going on. And put that shoe on the other foot. When you telling the motherfucker no. And they assuming you got it. You got to let them know, nigga. You don't know what the fuck I got going on, my nigga. I told you I didn't have it. Just because I got some new J's on don't mean I got money. Foot Locker got that money. Like, nigga, so respect the fact that I ain't got it. I told you I ain't got it. I ain't got it to give. Nigga, I wouldn't give a fuck if we was at Walmart and I was trying to buy something. And you watch me pull a roll of hundreds out. And you asked me for $60 and you just seen a roll. Nigga, you don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this roll, nigga. I might be in debt to somebody else Nigga I might be trying to purchase something big I might be trying to start a fucking business Nigga don't count my money 
And I tell motherfuckers, don't count no nother motherfuckers' pockets. Like, I just don't believe in Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. That shit. So on the opposite end, when you have to be the borrower, you shouldn't be counting another nigga money. And when a motherfucker borrows some shit from you, you always tell them, nigga, don't count my pockets, my nigga. And again, this all goes with respect. This goes with establishing respect. This goes with letting a motherfucker know from day one, you know, just because I'm a nice person don't mean I'm a fucking sucker, nigga. You're not finna walk over me. I'm, I'm gonna lend you this if, if, if I feel like you need it. You know, I'm the type of person that'll give you the shirt off my back. But at the same time, nigga, like, I'm not just finna give you my shirt just because you need a shirt. Especially when you got three other shirts. You just asking for my shirt because you like this shirt. Like, I'm not finna let you take advantage of me. You don't never get a motherfucker the, the, the space or create the environment where a motherfucker feels like you that person to take advantage of. Because that's all the way out. You should never move around like that. You should never put yourself in a position where people feel like that's the type of motherfucker you are. You know, like you you never give, you know, you, you don't never put yourself in a position where you're giving so much that a motherfucker's like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. This is the cash cow. This is the nigga who's always going to be looking out for me. Like you 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 should never do no shit like that. You should never put yourself in a position where you're lending to a person to the point where they look at you like that. And especially when it comes to this is street shit and this could also be square shit. Never trust what you can't touch. You know, like I in my faith life is kind of like this, you know, like, you know, I'm not a Christian and shit. Like I'm not a, a super person of faith as far as religious I, I always believe in me, but I just don't trust what I can't touch. I can't trust what can't be proven. You know, so when it's a motherfucker's trying to get something up out of you, don't lend money to a motherfucker that you can't turn around and get that back if need be. Like, if you in a situation where you really lent that motherfucker some money that you like, I really needed that back. I really needed that back. You got to be in a position where you could go get that back. I wouldn't lend a nigga my lawnmower if I didn't feel like I could go to that nigga's house and get my lawnmower back. You know, this goes with more physical items than money. Like, nigga, you, you let a nigga borrow your car. You let a nigga borrow motherfucking your damn PlayStation, your favorite jacket, anything, nigga. Don't never lend something to somebody and now you have no means of getting it back. Even, you know, with the square shit, the court of law. 
you might want to take a nigga to Judge Judy or Judge Joe Brown or Judge whoever the fuck. Take a nigga to small claims court and get your shit back. You know, and you should never feel bad about that. Like, I know niggas who feel bad asking for somebody, you know, like this, this nigga been on me $100 for two years. Have you asked that nigga for the money? Nah, man, he know he owe me the money. Nigga, sometimes you might have to tap a nigga on his shoulder like, you got that? Got that what? Got that honey, my nigga? Like, do you have my bread? You know, a lot of motherfuckers who consider themselves to be nice people, they be scared to ask a motherfucker for their chips back. Like, no, nigga. Run me my dough, brother. Like, I don't play that shit. You should never play that shit. You know, and you shouldn't be cool with motherfuckers who feel cool with that shit. Like, you know, you, you got motherfuckers in your life who run around knowing they owe you a considerable amount of dough. Like, you told that motherfucker, like, nigga, I, I, I need this back. And they run around like, man, fuck that nigga. Like, that, that's how it should be perceived. Especially with people who've been running around you doing that shit throughout y'all's relationship. Because a lot of motherfuckers, this is their relationship dynamic. Like I said, with people who know people who know people. We know motherfuckers who, my nigga Josh is super nice. And this nigga Brad is fucking Josh over. Every time we see Josh, Brad borrowing some money. Brad getting something from Josh. Josh taking Brad baby mama to the hospital. Josh taking Brad to work. Brad driving around in Josh's car. Josh a motherfucking sucker. And this is some shit, you know, like just me personally. Like, you got to pull Josh to the side. Like, hey, nigga, you can't be letting Brent do this dumbass shit to you. You know, like that, that shit is motherfucking unacceptable, you know, and it's all in self-respect, you know, and I done did episodes about self-respect a lot. You know, a lot of times situations like this may not even present themselves if you are a person that respects themselves because you respect yourself enough to be like, nigga, not I, that won't happen to me. And again, this ain't no shit that I'm saying never happened to me because it's happened to me on multiple occasions. But this is why I can speak about this shit at length. Because I've been a victim of my own benevolence. I've been nice to the point where motherfuckers treated me like I was a motherfucking sucker. Like they, they knew like, oh nigga, we know Lil Ant got it. And we know Lil Ant gonna give it because he got it. You know, especially in my younger days. You know, when you young and you literally got money to burn. Niggas know you got more money than you need. And again... That ain't none of their motherfucking business, but that's how motherfuckers look at it. Oh, that nigga got big jewelry. Ooh, that nigga got rims on his car. That nigga got beating this shit. Ooh, I know that nigga got some dope. And they come, hey, man, you got five, man, you got 10, you got 15. You know, and, like, I forgot what episode I did it on. But, like, some motherfuckers, they using you as a crutch in life. Like, they know that no matter what risky bullshit they do, you they safety net. Nigga, I could go jump off the Empire State Building and I know my nigga got me. I could go do any type of risky, stupid ass shit with my life because I know at the end of the day, my nigga got me. Or my homegirl got me. Like, nigga, I know, nigga, no matter what happens, I could do the dumbest shit in the world and she got me. You're a sucker to them. As much as they tell you, oh, you my day one, you my real friend. You know, I'm I'm so glad I got a friend like you. I appreciate you and all this good shit. Nigga, if you appreciated me, you wouldn't be treating me like this. If you really appreciated me, you wouldn't be treating me like a motherfucking sucker. 
you wouldn't be literally doing goofy shit knowing that I'm a lookout. Like you, you're treating me like a fucking a spare tire. You don't never want to put yourself in the position of a spare tire, my nigga, because people look at you like that when your benevolence is to that degree. Like motherfuckers love that shit and they know you don't respect yourself enough to say no motherfucker. Like nigga, I respect myself to the point where if you decide to stop fucking with me but because I said no, bye. I don't have no use for you, my nigga. Like it is what it is. You know, and this goes with loyalty in general. You know, like I, I talk about loyalty a lot. I feel like loyalty is something that should be used strategically. I feel like loyalty is something that's important. But I also feel like loyalty is something that's important when it comes to people who deserve your loyalty. You know, sometimes motherfuckers just feel like you should just be loyal. Like you, you see memes about it. You hear songs about it. You hear motherfuckers in the street always talking about it. Rappers rap about it. Everybody's talking about loyalty. Motherfucking... Kendrick Lamar, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Like, it's a big thing in society, but at the same time, my nigga, like, I'm a basketball fan. I talk about this shit a lot. Like, LeBron James, you know, they, they wanted him to be loyal to Cleveland. You know, oh, man, you know, he, he went to South Beach. He not loyal. But at the same time, if LeBron James only averaged six points a game for a season, they'd have shipped his ass out of town. They wouldn't have been loyal to him. And this goes with any job, any company, any situation where you feel you being loyal. You being loyal to your company. You've been working at this company 20 years. Fuck around and break your ankle and you can't work. Get sick and you can't work. Have, you know, have a, 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 a parent pass away. You take it real hard. You need two weeks off. No call, no show. Your ass is fired, nigga. They not going to be loyal to your motherfucking ass. You know, you done been there a certain amount of time and now you're not as strong or fast or you're not as productive as you were at one point. They done hired your motherfucking replacement. In some situations, nigga, jobs that have you train your replacement. That shows how loyal they are to you. Like I tell niggas all the time, nigga, when they come to a job, I don't do two-week notices because I ain't never got a two-week notice before I got fired. Like, you should never be more loyal to any person or situation, more loyal to them than they are to you. And this goes for any motherfucking thing, like friendships, any of that shit. Like, nigga, you should never be more loyal to your homie than they are to you. You know, you 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 taking all type of losses for this motherfucker. Like, you know, you you jumping over the moon for a motherfucker that wouldn't jump off the curb for you. Like, nigga, you done, you done showed your loyalty 10,000 times, 10,000 ways to a motherfucker. And they've returned your loyalty with spit on your motherfucking face like nigga you done did this this and this made all these moves to make sure this motherfucker straight y'all go to the club he can't even get you in and shit this happens motherfuckers got people like this in their life like you're a loyal person you're loyal to a fault you're loyal to a fault it's your fucking fault you know that's the part that's not in that um that phrase loyal to a fault it's your fucking fault. Like, nigga, you need to respect yourself enough to not be that loyal to a motherfucker. It's nothing wrong with cutting off a cancer. You know, it's just like if you got cancer in your hand, my nigga, 
Like, do you love your hand or do you love your whole body? You gonna let the cancer in your hand kill you or you gonna cut that hand off? Yes, nigga, you love your hand, you want your hand, you have fun with your hand, you can shoot basketballs, you can jack off, you can do all type of shit with your hand. But if it's something in your hand that could kill you, you gotta cut that motherfucker off. You know, a lot of our friends that are very toxic, nigga, we gotta cut them off. We love them, we gonna miss them, family included. We got family members who we love a lot. Favorite cousin, favorite brother, nigga, favorite auntie. But if she's cancerous or, you know, she's toxic to us, nigga, she got to go. You know, when motherfuckers is taking advantage of you, you got to get rid of them. Because they're not going to get rid of themselves. Cancer don't just go away. You're not just finna chill at the house and cancer just going to decide, eh, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of this body, I'm about it. No, nah, nigga, cancer, don't, cancer ain't done till you die. Just like an advantageous friend. You know, a friend that's treating you fucked up, they're not just going to stop treating you fucked up. Motherfuckers don't just have a change of heart. Motherfuckers don't just stop using you. Motherfuckers going to use you till you use. Duh. You know, it's just like a fucking bottle of water or some shit, nigga. You're not going to stop drinking till the water gone. And that's how motherfuckers are with people. Users, nigga, they going to use you till it ain't nothing to use no more, my nigga. Like, so you got to watch that shit, my nigga. Like, you can't be more loyal then a motherfucker is loyal to you. That's how you disappoint yourself. And again, that's a show of you not respecting yourself. You know, and you should always remember that you come first. You the star player in your life. You know, as much as you want to be nice to people, the reason nice people finish last is because they put people in front of them. You can be nice and still put yourself first. Nigga, if, if you got a hundred... You know, even if it's a fuck off, honey, nigga, you could land up to 50. After that, no, nah, nigga, this other 50 for me. And I don't give a fuck what it's for. I don't give a fuck if I'm literally going to burn this 50 for fucking firewood. I don't give a fuck if I'm going to roll up this 50 and smoke it. This mine. You know, and you got to let motherfuckers know, like, nigga, at the end of the day, nigga, I'm, I'm putting me in mine first. Like I tell niggas, I'm not going to lend you no money that's for my wife and kids. Fuck no. Fuck you. Nigga, my wife and kids come before any motherfucking body, period. Like, nigga, sorry, ain't got it. If they need it, I ain't got it. It's for them, period. Point fucking blank. I don't give a fuck with what you need, my nigga. Your ass could be hanging off a motherfucking cliff. Nigga, if you need $5 to survive and Brownie need $5, rest in peace, my nigga. You know, I'm going to be the nigga. I'm going to be crying hard at your funeral, but you fucked. If it come between another motherfucker and mine. And again, I'm nice as a motherfucker. I'm hella nice. But I'm not nice to the point where mine is going to be needing. So yours could have. No, nigga. Just no. And it ain't nothing wrong with that. It ain't nothing. Like, nigga. If the shoe is on the other foot and I need something. And you got it. If I know that's for you and yours. And you tell me no. It is what the fuck it is at the end of the day. And again. I respect you enough to deal with you respecting yourself. And that's how all my relationship dynamics are, my nigga. I, I respect you enough to respect your answer, whether it be yes or no. If it's no, I respect that. You, my nigga, you know. I know if you had it, you'll give it. And it is what it is, my nigga. I'm not finna be like, oh, I can't fuck with Charles, my nigga. I needed a dub. I know Charles had a dub. Charles didn't even shoot me the dub, like. 
that shows that we was never friends in the first fucking place. I never fucked with Charles. If I stopped fucking with Charles over a dub, if I stopped fucking with Charles over some some lent money, if I stopped fucking with Charles over something that I thought he might have but didn't, I just got to respect that man's answer because I respect that motherfucker. Like I say, nigga, if, if a motherfucker don't respect your ability to say no, they don't respect you. If they can't respect whatever motherfucking answer you give, they don't respect you. So you have to respect yourself enough to dismiss any motherfucker that doesn't respect you. And that's that's self-respect. You know, these are the moves that you make when you start to respect yourself. These are the moves that you make when you respect yourself in general. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, like, nigga, you know who to get at certain ways by how they move. You know, I I, I say this shit all the time. Nigga, I done said this shit in a lot of my episodes. My nigga, whenever something fucked up happened to a person, my first question is, nigga, what environment did you create that make it cool for a motherfucker to do that? You know, like, and this ain't victim blaming, you know, because when I say that out loud, just in the, the ears of motherfuckers who don't listen to this show, I feel like it can go into the situation of, say, like a, a, a woman getting raped. Because, you know, a lot of times when a woman gets raped, the people question, what were you wearing? Where were you? No, fuck no, nigga. That's that's a fucking a, a predator took advantage of a woman. It, it ain't that's never my question. If a woman gets raped, that's a bitch ass nigga that did that. Like I, I don't I don't do victim blaming in situations like that because a, a man in an advantageous situation with any woman she could have had a motherfucking sweatsuit on in the middle of Target and if a man was gonna rape her he was gonna rape her it ain't got shit to do with what she had on or what she was doing or any of that shit like I I, I never blame the victim in situations like that but when it comes to other situations like just in life like when a motherfucker do some fuck shit to you some some stupid shit till you take advantage of you in a money situation you know feel like they could disrespect you in any way a lot of times i look at what type of environment you created to make that person feel like they could have did that to you you know just like with the terry cruz situation with that little white man touching his dick like there was something that your big black ass did that made him feel like he could come at you like that even if it was a situation where he felt like he was a big powerful entertainment person and he was the big wig and oh if if you say something about me touching your dick you'll never work in hollywood again nigga i respect my enough to it respect myself enough to say well motherfucker i'm just gonna have to go drive trucks or you know uh be a janitor or give me a regular motherfucking job but ain't no man finna disrespect me for no stupid ass you are not finna use no amount of dollars to be able to disrespect i respect myself far too much my nigga i look at myself too highly to feel like well he touched my dick but if if i didn't let him touch my dick i'd have got fired from my job fuck this job i don't give a fuck what job it is i'm a motherfucking man at the end of the day it ain't nothing that i could lose that i can't get back so you not finna disrespect me and make me feel like if i don't accept disrespect i can't come back from that just like a relationship, just like a friendship, just like a family member, just like any motherfucking body. If they feel like they at such an advantage, they could put you in a fucked up situation because you can't recover. That's disrespect. That's highly disrespectful.
if I say no and you feel like you can't respect me, that's disrespectful as fuck. And you should move accordingly. Like, nigga, no, nigga, fuck you. If I say no and you feel like you can't fuck with me, fuck you, bye. A job, anything, my nigga. If, if, my jo- if, if I went to work tonight, this evening, and my boss was like, hey, Anthony, come in the office and grab my dick, I'm choking the fuck out of him. Fuck this job. I could go get another one, but I'm not finna accept no motherfucking disrespect. Like, never. Nobody's finna disrespect me, my nigga. Like, in no way in hell. And again, this all goes, it ties into your benevolence. You being nice to a person and them fucking you over, taking advantage of your benevolence, you should take that shit as disrespect. It's disrespectful for you to borrow money from me multiple times knowing that you would never pay me back. Because you don't respect me enough to respect my wishes, to respect my situation. You borrowing money that could go in my kid's mouth. You borrowing money that could go to shit. I don't give a fuck what it could go to. It's my fucking bread. But if you feel like you got that level of access to my bread, you obviously don't respect me and who I am. Like, nigga, you all the way in the red. And again, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, nigga, you can't let motherfuckers get away with that, my nigga. It's highly disrespectful to let anybody take advantage of you. My nigga, like, who was it? P.T. Barnum said it's a sucker born every day. And if you feel like you was born a sucker, you need to commit sucker suicide. Let the sucker in you die. You should start looking at yourself as a motherfucker who's worth being respected because everybody... Is worth respect as long as they have self-respect. Once you decide to respect yourself, respect will follow. Motherfuckers respect the person who respects itself. They can smell it on you. They can feel it on you. It's on. It's in your fucking vibe. It's your aura, my nigga. It it glows behind you. This a motherfucker of respect. Cause like I tell niggas, it's niggas who I know could probably beat my ass and all that shit, but they still respect me because I carry myself a certain way. I carry myself as a man of respect. I carry myself as a nigga who not just gonna let you talk to me no any type of way. That's not gonna let you do any type of stupid ass shit to me. Including taking advantage of my fucking benevolence, my nigga. Like, you can't make a person reciprocate your benevolence. Like, you can't nice a person into being nice. Like, you can't be like, oh, I'm so nice. This motherfucker's gonna be nice back. That's not how this shit works. You know, because a lot of times with motherfuckers who are nice, they think that they could be so nice, the person they be nice to gonna be nice back. And that's not life. Some motherfuckers need to be cut the fuck off. Like, nigga, it's just some motherfuckers in your life that they not gonna respect your benevolence. And you gotta move the fuck accordingly. Alright, nigga, I, I tried to look out for this nigga. I tried to do everything i could to create an environment where we had a friendship and you know we enjoyed each other's company but this motherfucker this ain't it like nigga this is some bullshit so i gotta get rid of this motherfucker i gotta let this motherfucker go i gotta cut this motherfucker off and it's because you got more self-respect than respect for other motherfuckers you putting yourself first and again it's nothing wrong with you putting yourself first in any situation you can't nice a motherfucker into being nice. You can't respect the motherfucker into respecting you. Like I always say when it comes to respect. You respect yourself enough to only deal with motherfuckers who respect you. 
nine times out of ten, you carrying yourself with self-respect, it's going to get respect in return. Motherfuckers respect a respectable motherfucker. Motherfuckers respect the person who respects themselves. But in that small percentage of people who don't respect you, they got to go. You don't always got to fuck a nigga up for your respect. You ain't always got to beat a nigga ass for your respect. You don't got to be no big, burly motherfucker. Like, you ain't got to be no intimidating character to get respect. Nigga, all you got to be is the type of motherfucker that's willing to, like, you know, I said in, whew, man, like, episode three or four or some shit. The leverage episode. Like, nigga, you have to have the ability to walk away. Motherfuckers respect the person with the ability to walk away. Nigga, I don't have to take this, my nigga. Like, I don't need to sit in your face and be disrespected. I don't need to be your friend and be disrespected. I don't need to be in this house. I don't need none of this shit. You don't need to be in no situation where you're being disrespected. Once you feel disrespected, nigga, you up out that thing. Once you feel like a motherfucker's taking advantage of you, get up out that thing. Like, nigga, it's, it's, it's not to be accepted, my nigga. It's nothing cool about allowing a motherfucker to disrespect you. And then when it comes to your benevolence, if a motherfucker's taking advantage of that, that's disrespectful. You should treat it like that. You know, so respect yourself enough to put yourself first. And as a nice motherfucker, you won't be put last. You'll still be able to finish first as a nice guy. You know, because again, you sweet. But you ain't no fucking sucker. And I'ma drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room, sitting here with my daughter, Brownie. Say goodbye, Brownie. Goodbye. If you would like to support us financially, it is townhouse, I mean, uh, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media, town E, house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. CRC Not Another Podcast, Friday nights, 9 p.m. with Ben Ready at The Real Ben Ready on Instagram and A to the motherfucking C, seriously AC on Instagram. The No Rules Podcast, Wednesday evenings, 5 p.m. Hump Days Never Be The Same, Ill Will, I-L-L underscore Will, like the wheels on a car on Instagram and Mark Hi Mark H double M A R Q on Instagram. Um, the Talk Flirty Podcast, Talk Flirty Tuesdays with just Nikki at the Talk Flirty Podcast on Instagram. Um, the Cat vs. Dog Podcast with myself, Young Dolomite, and my lovely co-host CJ Chelsea Perry at Chelsea on Instagram, C-H-E-L-C-Y-E. And of course, the Too Much Game podcast, live at five. If you hear, you already know. Sitting here with Brownie making funny faces all in the camera. You know, and um, Brownie, is that it? That's it? You sure? Alright. Y'all already know, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.